Fuck that. You gotta start this shit off right. This is why I What's going on, everybody? It's D. Frank, and man, um, if you heard from that intro, you already know what I'm about to talk about. I'm, I'm a few days late, but better late than never. Um, we're going to talk about this uh, Gucci Mane versus Jeezy versus battle. Well, I, you know, I didn't watch it, th you, know, the day, you know, the night it aired on Thursday, so I, I waited a couple days. I didn't try to really see what was going on with social media on it because I didn't want to see other people's, you know, comments and stuff about it too much because I just wanted to sit down and just enjoy it without, you know, watching the bantering and back and forth on social media about it so I could just sit down and form my own opinion, give me a, you know, and give my quick review about everything that happened. And you can say whatever you want about 2020 being a suck-ass year. In some aspects, it really was, but... One good thing that did come up out of this was uh, Versus, and a lot of people were shocked when um, they announced that Gucci Mane versus, you know, and Jeezy agreed to do this because of what their, what, 15-year history, and I don't need to get into all that because just about everybody now know, you know, if you didn't know or you probably know now why those two was beefing for so long and why it just seemed so weird that all of a sudden that they agreed to put these two men up here on stage. And, you know, people thought that some might actually pop off, but I'll give my opinions on that piece towards the end. So anyways, you know, they got up on stage and before it kicked off, well, for one, from what everybody, you know, uh, them sons guns, they ain't even start on time, but you know, I didn't, yeah, they, they didn't start on time and <laughs> you can keep what, you know, you can have whatever jokes you have about that. So once they got up, both men got up on stage, man, Gucci had me in tears just about the whole night. So, you know, Stacey Abrams came across and spoke to both of them. And Gucci is crazy. His ass had me in tears when he asked Stacey Abrams to wipe his record clean. <laughs> That shit had me rolling. So, anyways, um, Gucci opened up with round one, and then, uh, you know, and then Jeezy did the intro to one of his uh, to, uh, to I can't remember which mixtape it was, man. Uh, but yeah, he he, you know, he opened up with his uh, intro, and yeah, man, Gucci was going straight for the jugular right off the bat. He opened up with that round one. And, you know, no lie, it's been years since I heard that song and hearing some of the stuff that hearing some of those lyrics again just had me rolling, especially like in the part of the song when damn Gucci said Jeezy got his damn Ferrari from Pull Apart. I was rolling laughing at that. So then, you know, then they um, and then uh, they, they went and played the next set of songs. Uh, Gucci came out there next with uh, Bench Warmers and then Jeezy, you know, started. You know, that's when he started to get a little bit serious. He played that Trap or Die, which, uh, yeah, that 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 took me straight back. As soon as I heard that, I was starting to rap the little bits and pieces here and there. And then, um, you know, after that, 
you know, uh, after that, you know, they uh, Gucci had played uh, I Think I Love Her and then Jeezy played Standing Ovation. And then uh, after that, goddamn uh, Gucci Man played Plain Jane. Jeezy played Gangster Music. And, you know, so far, I'm as a whole, I followed Jeezy's music, especially back in, the, you know, during the time they was beefing and right before they started beefing. Um, I followed, you know, Jeezy's music a lot more. You know, some of the Gucci, I was about to say, so I'm a little bit more of a Jeezy fan. But, man, Gucci came out with some, you know, to me with some bangers, too, that can, you know, that to me can go stand, you know, that can stand toe to toe with him, especially if you're. I'm pretty sure some of the fans of both can, you, you know, they'll probably give their opinions about what I'm about to say. But like for me, I think, you know, Gucci has some music that could stand toe to toe with Jeezy. Um, then, you know, goddamn, uh, did I say after? Yeah, Jeezy played gangster music going up into round after that. Goddamn, Gucci came out with, man, I'm a dog. And then Jeezy came out with bottom of the map. So, yeah, man, it was it, to me from, from from the very start, it was it had me hooked. It had me interested. And then, goddamn, a lot of them, hit, you know, like a lot of them songs that Jeezy was playing came out, you know, during like the, I want to say around the 05 time frame because anything off that Thug Motivation 101 came out my senior high school. So I remember a lot of this shit word for word because, man, I was sitting there rap hey i was even singing along with i'm a dog to to some degree uh you, you know for the for the most part but like when jesus came out with bottom of the map man i was just i, I was about to say i was just up in just 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 singing along i, I wish he could have did the whole song man because bottom of the map is one of my favorite off of thug motivation 101 so after that gucci went and played uh vet ride pass and then Jeezy came out with uh, Jeezy's Snowman that came off of the You Can't Ban the Snowman mixtape, which is another one came out in 2006, right around, you know, that that time frame where I was just talking about. And I was going with it word for word. So that's when Ju uh, Gucci came around and said, man, it, it you know, the yeah, he he just came around and just hey, hey he just called Jeezy out, man. He was like, man, he had me rolling, laughing, uh, laughing again. Hey, man. We can't keep living in the past. Jesus, you you have any current hits, man, or, or or that shit just from 2007? But, you know, when he was talking about, like I just said, with, you know, Jesus Snowman, that was on that You Can't Ban the Snowman mixtape. That was 06, but close enough. So that's when uh, Gucci had played uh, Wake Up in the Sky. The energy changed a little bit because it, at least Gucci right then and there, you know, he played something that was more current. And then, you know, Jesus took it right back to, you know, 0405. Yeah, 05 with them boys. And then I seen up in the comment section of that, I'll probably talk a little bit more about the comments that I seen, you know, seen. But like hey, I seen Diddy over there tried to throw a shameless plug for Soraka up in there in the comment section when when uh Jesus played them boys. So um goddamn, then the next round, you know, Gucci went on and played That's My Hood, and then uh goddamn Jeezy Played another banger from um, Thug Motivation uh, 101 playing uh, Let's Get It, Disguise the Limit. And that's another one of them songs that I wish he could have did more than one, uh, you know, one, more than one verse from. Because uh, it seems like some of the songs that he played up, you know, up until that point, like the second verse of that song was like the best to me. And then, you know, Jeezy took it back a little bit more recently. Not Jeezy, Gucci, uh, by playing uh, both. You know, featured Drake and then, you know, Jeezy kept it with Thug Motivation 101 by playing Go Crazy. And then, goddamn, goddamn, 
Gucci A broke out goddamn bricks. Goddamn. <laughs> goddamn. I hey, I just hey, I just I just went along with the goddamn song at that point. Them goddamn all white bricks. Off white bricks. <laughs> oh man, I was I was enjoying myself and then uh Jeezy played all there with Bankroll Fresh. So, you know, I didn't listen I, I haven't listened to that song. That was my first time hearing it because uh Goddamn, at that point, by then, uh, you know, like 2009, from like 2009 on forward, that's when I really started falling off, like, with listening to music, new music, even from people that I fuck with in the past, new artists and all that stuff. But, th- you know, that song wrote, you know, it, it, it was pretty good to me. So then, you know, goddamn, goddamn, Make Trap said, hey, came up, goddamn, after that, and then Jeezy played Who That, goddamn... So far, so far. From that point on, you know, Gucci played, um, you know, his verse from uh, Goddamn uh, Steady Mobbing and then Goddamn Shout Out. Uh, hey, I always remember Shawty Low then, you know, Goddamn. Um, what I'm, yeah, with uh, with Jeezy, you know, he played his verse from that. And then uh, going forth from there, Gucci Man played heavy then. Jeezy played lost my you know lose my mind with plies i think that you know that was coming up on that on that time period like i said like right when i you know started checking out of uh you know listening to newer music and stuff but i i remember that like it was yesterday because that was like some of my first you know like my first year in the military and stuff like that so that song went pretty hard too and then gucci played um you know street niggas and then jeezy played you know way too gone and you know, after that, yeah, hey, you know, Gucci gave a shout out to uh, Kodak and then, you know, played for, uh, first day out. And then Jeezy took it back to 05 again with uh, Air Forces. And man, don't get me wrong. That, hey, that, that just, just that whole album, man, it just do something to me. It's a nostalgia trip, like I was saying, you know, like when, G, uh, when Gucci started playing some of the newer stuff. Like, you know, it, you know, it, the energy changed for me, but like whenever they would, you know, bring something back from the day, man, it just sucked me right back in. And then, you know, Gucci, uh, after that, Gucci played photo shoot and then Jeezy played, uh, put it on everything. And then that damn Gucci broke out that goddamn wasted and shit, man, that, that, you know, that took me back to almost towards that period of time. And I was starting to check out, uh, you know, check out from listening to music, new music. That brought up some memories and stuff. And then, goddamn, Jeezy just had to do it. Jeezy just had to break out that trap star, man. And then, shit, goddamn, after that, Gucci played, um, Gucci played Truth. The Truth, oh, man, this is where, when, uh, when, when Gucci played that, man, it just... It seems like I'm going to talk a little bit more about it in detail going towards the end. But when Gucci played that, it just the best way I could describe it is like, let's just say, you know, you you know, you, you got a sports team playing the you know, the, the you know, two team, two heavyweight teams playing. Goddamn the home team, you know, got all the energy, got the crowd in it. And then they just, you know, and then the visiting team just go up in there and just punch them in the gut and just goddamn just suck all the energy, you know, just suck the life out of it and just like have everybody in disbelief when Gucci played that. Yeah, that just it, just, it, it to me it just it just changed it just it just changed the energy for everything, but I'll talk a little bit more about that 
towards the end when you you know uh i'll get my opinions on that towards the end so after that uh jeezy played get your mind right then gucci played uh 745 then jeezy played uh uh put on goddamn and then that's when uh we starting to get towards the end like when goddamn gucci got up on there when he said uh when people, you know, when he made So Icy, his, you know, his first hit, they thought he was going to be that one hit wonder. Goddamn, that's when he started playing My Trap House. So that was, you know, his next song. Jeezy played, seen it all after that. And then um, after that, you know, Gucci went with I Got, uh, you know, I Get the Bag. And then, goddamn, Jeezy went and played that Thug Motivation 101, the goddamn opening to that damn album. And then, oh, shit. And then Gucci took it back to... Um, Probably the best years of my, uh, you know, the best year of my teenage years when he played Peel. Goddamn, I'm over there singing that shit word for word. And then Jeezy took it back to another good time, you know, back in 05 again with Soul Survivor. And then um, after that, Gucci played Gone Hate. And then, you know, Jeezy played uh, Jeezy off of, uh, uh, what was his, you know, his second album and one of his mixtapes. And goddamn, sang along with that shit. Jeezy liked to drink. Jeezy liked to smoke. Jesus like to mix Armour Hammer with his coat. God damn. And then uh, towards the end, we're starting to get towards the end because uh, another one of the funny comments, I'm going to go I have to read this comment. And anybody know me that like when I seen this funny ass comment, it's relating to the next song that Gucci had to play. And I think this guy mentioned this comment in the comment section right, right before this song played, man. Um, somebody said, uh, Gucci played Lemonade, so somebody in the comment session said, Lemonade is the Kamehameha way, but at this point, it might have to be the spirit bomb, so they, uh, whoever was saying that, man, that's, the, to to those who do know, that's a Dragon Ball Z reference, so uh, you know me, if you know me well enough, if, if I got a chance to plug a Dragon Ball Z reference, I mean, I'm gonna do it, so what they said, whoever was saying that, like, man, that might, Lemonade might have been his signature attack, but like, um, Gucci just may have to make that his finishing move and then Jeezy played Welcome Back and then towards the very, very end, it might have been the swerve that most people didn't see coming, but I kind of figured what was going to happen. Uh, both of them performed Icy together and I'm going to read another one of those funny ass comments that happened like right before Icy played. Somebody in the comic session said, hey man, they got to perform So Icy together to end. Hey, hey, if they go up there and play... I'm getting tongue tied. I'm paraphrasing, but like what they exactly said was, man, they going to, hey, man, they going to perform so icy together and end COVID. And this shit, and they commented at like, I mean, like 30 seconds before they performed so icy together. And then that was the end. And then, you know, they, um, it seems like they're calling a truce. And man, it was, um, man, I'm not going to lie. That was one of the, you know, like best performances like I didn't seen. In a very long time, man. Um, like uh, to me, it was it was worth the hype. If not, it probably exceeded a little bit. And then not only that, and for people that was you know some people saying that they felt like the tension in the room and all they thought you know felt like it was super tense. And don't get me wrong, they did have some tense moments, especially when Gucci played uh, the truth. My thing is with that, even before then, I felt like this is my opinion. And I even told some people this, like for them two men, for what the history that they didn't have, like 
for them to even agree to do this, I felt like they didn't have to already, you know, behind the scenes that made some kind of a truce or like some kind of agreement to even do this together. Because especially with the, you, you know, with the history that they had, like, and, and then I, I was just, and then I also said too, man, like, even though, you know, you know, especially, uh, not Jesus, Gucci, you know, with him being about, you know, being about that life and, you know, he's going to say what's on his mind and, you know, he, you know, gives the vibes that he can be a loose cannon, like for him to even, you know, be put in a situation to be in the same room with a man that basically almost indirectly had got him killed and he had to kill somebody in self-defense. Otherwise he wouldn't be here. So to me, I felt like that they already, you know, they had to been talking about that before they even agreed to do this in some kind of way. And then, you know, uh, Jeezy, you know, he didn't even, you know, you know, Gucci was doing, you know, was uh, taking, you know, a few shots here and there, you know, th uh, on social media talking about Jeezy, the snow cone. And then if you follow Gucci's Instagram page. Um, you know, just like all the, you know, all the shots back towards Jeezy. And, you know, Jeezy ain't really say too much that I've seen. If, you know, if he did, you know, please correct me. But from what I've seen, he didn't really even take any shots back. And I just felt like, you know, even though, you know, from the from the music that they put out and, you know, they was about their street life, at the same time, too, I look at it like, with me being a professional wrestling fan that also too, the dumb guys are entertainers. They got to do what they got to do to get a buzz going, to get people, you know, to tune in. So that's how I looked at, you know, like the, the shots and some of the stuff that Gucci was taking. And then you can tell that both men over time have matured. And I know some people was probably saying that Gucci hasn't let that shit go, which he, I was about to say, I'm not a professional and I'm not a psychiatrist, but like from my take on it was that, you know, Gucci probably wanted, you know, he's probably he's matured a lot, especially if you listen to like some of the interviews he's done since he's gotten out of jail and gotten married and stuff. You can tell that this man is matured, but he's still is finding his way of like how to probably, you know, how to let things go and how he's expressing himself, because I looked at. You know, like once again with like the shit that he was taught, especially like when he played um, the truth and we said he was smoking that pookie pack and just like the shit he said to Jeezy. I kind of feel like, you know, going back to a professional wrestling thing, like when them guys cut promos on each other, like they usually run some of the stuff that they going to say by each other by each other. That's my that's the that's the that's the energy I got from it. So Gucci probably, you know, he wanted to be able to get to, you know, get to say all this stuff that he had on his mind for years to Jeezy. And he finally in that environment was able to, you know, vent that shit and, you know, and say it and get it out of his system because some people just can't really vent and properly let go of something until they get a chance to actually speak their piece to, to whoever wronged them. And then they can just kind of move forward from it. And then I noticed like, you know, Jeezy was kind of, you know, chill for the most part. You know, he was sitting down a little bit. And, you know, he'd get back up. And, you know, Gucci was standing up the whole time. So, hell, you know, um, yeah, because some people said, they, you know, Gucci gave him the vibe that, you know, that he was actually performing to give him a concert. And Gucci did rap just about, if not all his lyrics, to, you know, to his songs and stuff. So, you know, I'm, I, as a whole, that's like one of another observation that I made. 
And yeah, man, uh, and I'm not saying that Gucci might have had some, some you know, some nerves, man. He, you know, he might have been a little bit anxious, but he might have just been, you know, anxious and excited to finally, you know, put some of this shit in the past, too. And just, you know, just move forward. I didn't get any any tension or just like just get the vibe that he just wanted to just flip his shit and just go over there and beat the fuck out of Jeezy because I think he would have did it. To, but that's just me if you know if he was really feeling that way but some people probably you know are able to just process that shit and just being able to vent and just like get their therapy by just finally being able to speak their peace and it probably helped him out a lot that you know Jeezy wanted to um you know with them coming together with that and then I won't be surprised if if uh, Gucci's wife probably had something to do with helping, you know, bridge this shit and, you know, closing this, you know, cl- you know, to where, you know, where Jeezy was out there extending the olive branch to uh, Gucci. And then Gucci, you know, is willing to, you know, starting to put the past behind him because shit is that, the, you know, it was it was Jeezy, the, the one, you know, like with the situation with Jeezy's homeboy and getting killed, like Jeezy's homeboy basically tried to you know break in and um take that chain but shit if somebody break up into your fucking house you don't know if they got any intentions of trying to you know just want to rob you kill you or whatever so in gucci's situation i can understand that and you know if it would i'm pretty sure if anybody's put into a me or you situation type that that they don't plan on letting it be them so no matter how much you know how far Gucci is coming being at peace with that I'm pretty sure it's still some PTSD or just like trauma that still comes with somebody you know knowing for the fact that somebody tried to take your life and then the guy that's associated with that man is standing right across from you over there so I don't expect them two to ever be like buddies you know partners and friends and you know just like buddy buddy type shit but I could definitely see them jokers pro they might you know so long as don't nothing too crazy happen I could probably see it like a working relationship or something like that but it is still pretty pretty good to see you know over time that two men are able at least to put their you know or willing to work towards putting their differences aside. And it's like what Master P said, and I quote him. He said, two mountains may not meet, but two men can you know, can and will meet. So that's why I took from that. And then also some other little subtle shots, like my older brother, shout out to my brother Dave for this. Like, uh, you know, when Gucci was talking, you know, talking, talking this shit about his outfit, you know, towards Jeezy, talking about his jury and all that stuff. He was talking about his uh, 10 grand outfit. My, like I was saying, my brother had pointed this out to me too. That might have been another subtle. That was a lot of, a, a subtle shot towards Jeezy about his partner when he put that you know put that ten thousand dollar bounty out on that chain that um that he uh that Jeezy wanted somebody to take off of Gucci. So I didn't even think about that one until my brother pointed out, and then it was like a little bit after he said that. That's when I seen a couple memes or two floating around about that. So to me, like I said, it's man these entertainers know i was about to say they might be street dudes and all that shit too but they also entertainers too they know what and how to draw a crowd in and get people talking and i know jesus was saying he wasn't saying much about i might not have all this you know jury this that and the third uh you know like a 10 grand outfit but man i own a half of atlanta you know i guess he, you know talking about his maturity with that but shit hell but hell that's not to say that gucci probably well you know i don't 
follow him as religiously as like um, some other people I know. But hell, who's to say that, you know, Gucci don't have his hands in other business ventures to to where, you know, where he can, you know, have the money to have a little bit of lavish stuff, but he still take care of his business. So I, I would just say, you know, just. You know, with some of the, especially you younger guys and younger people or whatever, just takes a lot of this shit that they do with a grain of salt and, you know, everything ain't what it completely seems to be. But yeah, man, um, man, um, and like just some of the other things too, like when uh, Jeezy played the song that he featured with Bankroll Fresh, man, the goddamn Gucci even gave him props on that. Said that you know even Bankroll Fresh saved you in that, in, in, you know, with that song and that round that they had. And goddamn, but yeah, man, cause like I, I even know it looked like it might have been kind of grainy, but shit, it looked like Gucci man had a couple grins on his face or something like that when um when Jeezy was playing some of his songs. But yeah. Uh, and um man some of them comments man i'm gonna get to like uh who i think won um and then like some of the things i didn't like did oh well did and didn't like but like those comments from uh the comment section during the damn thing had me rolling and some of the ones that stuck out to me was like man somebody said man this gonna get shot up before 9 15 somebody said they snuck a blunt past security Somebody, uh, somebody else said, man, somebody need to go to Jeezy auntie house and pick him up because that's a, that's his clone on stage. Jeezy can't stop tapping his foot because he know them shit slaps when, uh, when, uh, uh, this shit slaps when Gucci was playing, was playing, I'm a dog. Man, Gucci just playing it cool on stage, man, so he don't get musty in that mink. <laughs> Goddamn, we don't want no damn skinny Gucci music. Can we get them scribbles to dance in the middle of the stage because it's empty as fuck. Gucci man looks like a pepperidge farm cookie. Goddamn, these hey, these two are basically two, them two bald head ass uncles at the family reunion cookout that won't shut up about anything, especially the past. I already mentioned the other two about lemonade and um, uh, the, the lemonade being a Kamehameha, and then the uh, they was gonna perform icy, to, you know, so icy together in, in uh, the Rona. So yeah, man, like what I I, I like the energy that. Man, this was probably one of the best verses that I'd seen. It, I think, uh, yeah, it was just, it was entertaining all the way around. The music was good. What I didn't like, it was a couple songs that I, you know, that I wish they, uh, that both sides played because I wish, uh, you know, I wish Jeezy would have played over here. And then I'm pretty sure Gucci had some other songs too that's up in the up in the vault that he could have played. Like my, I was about to say like shit. I, if he would have played, if Gucci would have played my shirt off, man, I probably would just <laughs> taking my shirt off too, <laughs> just for the hell of the song. But like it's I'm pretty it's a, yeah. Those are two songs from both sides that I could at least think of off the bat that came to mind when uh, you know that came to mind when I had uh first thought about that they missed out in and also man jesus could have also played i love it too so yeah it's a plenty of songs that both of them didn't play but shoot if they would ever do a, you know another versus they uh they got room to do it um i also noticed like i mean i know they had to keep it kind of short but like one verse from some of them songs like 
especially when they do the first verse, like the second verse, sometimes the second verse of them songs hit harder than the first, especially like when um, Jeezy played, um, uh, what, what was that song? It's on the tip of my damn tongue. Uh, the sky's the limit. Let's, uh, yeah, the sky's the limit. Um, yeah, that was the one I felt like he should have did the second verse to. And about the gripes, and then I also hate the fact, like with Instagram, they only let the damn people who got the check beside their name, these verified accounts and shit, get up in there. Because Kevin Hart was just, to me, was in the comment section just trying too hard to make people laugh with some of the stuff. And one of the comments I know for a fact that you know that was that came from a very uh, uh, account that wasn't verified, like with the uh, one else saying that Gucci was looking like a Pepperidge Farm cookie. Um, yeah, I think that's probably the reason why they don't want none verified accounts up in there making comments because uh, we'd people like like us would have probably been up in there stealing the show with all the comments and stuff that would have been talking. And uh, and my winner, man, I honestly, I feel like the fans won. I know that's a cop out because I can't unbiasedly pick because I I've listened to you know I've liked some of Gucci's music. I listen to it. But I'm not the diehard Gucci fan as uh, some people that I know, and I followed a lot more Jeezy's music when I, especially like in the mid 2000s. So you know, from a Jeezy, you know, like from a, you know, just on a bias standpoint, of course I would say Jeezy, but like I'm not gonna say that. Well, you know, I'm not gonna say that per se because I wish I, you know, followed Gucci's music a little bit more. So to me, I could give an unbiased answer, but you know, to me as a whole, like Gucci's not Gucci, like Jesus said, man, you know, this for the culture, man, like the fans won being honest, cause it was a damn good performance and all that and shit. Um, I'm about to end this special and then shit. I'm a, as the outro, I'm gonna play like some of the, um, uh, yeah, some of the songs and stuff like that too. Uh, that, you know, that like probably like the first song I heard, you know, from both men and stuff like that and shit. Because goddamn, since I'm thinking about it, since I'm kind of on that subject, I'm about to segue because like somebody was saying something about uh, Jeezy was up there giving backstories and shit to his songs and stuff like that. And while Gucci was just like, hey, man, my next track like called Fuck You Jeezy. <laughs> so I'm going to pull a I'm going to pull a Jeezy real quick and I'm going to get up off the mic like with some of these songs like I'm about to play because like the very first Gucci Mane song I've ever heard, period, was Black Tea. Goddamn. But the thing was, man, I even remember where I was at when that song was playing. Like, shit, I was, it was 2004, third block. Um, I was in physics class and I, you know, and shout out to the class of 06, like my classmates and stuff, especially the ones I was in class with during physics up in Mr. Busby class, knew we ain't going to do a damn thing up in there. And him and one of my classmates was freestyling over the beat. And then, you know, we um that's the first time I heard, you know, any kind of Gucci Man song. But I didn't know it was Gucci Man at the time. But I just thought the song was hard because I didn't like white tea. And then uh, like the first Jeezy, like, but the first Gucci Man song that I knew of him, you know, was that uh, So Icy, and then with Young Jeezy, uh, was Over Here, which is like I was just saying, a song I wish he played, um, during the verses. And ironically enough, goddamn, the first Gucci Man songs that I've heard 
had Jeezy on it. So <laughs> it's crazy as hell. I'm done telling these damn stories as if I'm Jeezy. I'm going to play a little bit of these damn songs. And y'all catch me next time. I appreciate your support. Y'all take it easy. Remember to sit back and take everything one day at a time. And hopefully these damn uh, these damn songs will send you back on a nostalgia trip like how they did me when I was enjoying this experience with the verses. Young ghetto nigga with a big ass chain.